What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Health and Fitness Friday on the Essential Strength Podcast. This is your five-minute download of some health and fitness knowledge meant to make you a little bit smarter and a little bit stronger as you head into the weekend. Now, last week, we spent some time talking about why it's important to stay hydrated. The bodily functions and systems that rely on proper hydration status and some of the signs and symptoms of dehydration that y'all can watch out for. This week, we are going to look a little deeper at how the fluids you choose impact your hydration, as well as other areas of your health. So, let's start by reiterating the fact that the majority of your fluid intake really should just come from plain old water. There's nothing groundbreaking here. Intrinsically, I think we all know that water should be our beverage of choice most of the time when it comes to staying properly hydrated. To me, this concept is is kind of like how we all know which foods are more healthy than others. We can sit around and make arguments about phytonutrients, macronutrients, and all the rest when it comes to food, just like we can talk about electrolytes, the benefits of caffeine, and all kinds of other topics when it comes to choosing our fluids. But at the end of the day, Focusing on getting over 50% of our fluid in the form of plain old water, it's always going to be a beneficial factor for our health. Now, for the sake of argument and in a little bit of detail, you know, something actionable for everyone, for a person consuming between 2,200 and 2,500 calories in their diet each day, daily water intake should be about 50 to 60 fluid ounces which equates to six or seven cups of water each day. So water takes the top spot um, in terms of the fluid hierarchy. Next up on the list of hydrating fluids, and just like last week, I am referencing the same CNN article written by Sandy Lamott, which can still be found at strongerinmotion.com slash reading dash list, or simply by going to strongerinmotion.com and clicking on the reading list tab at the top of the page. The next fluid type on the list is coffee and tea, which come in at approximately three and a half cups per day for that same sort of caloric intake level of 22 to 2,500 calories per day. So three and a half cups of coffee or tea is about what's recommended if you enjoy those beverages. There are many health benefits associated with with, um, caffeine, including improved energy and mood, Uh, and even some modest cardiovascular benefits, which lead to a strong argument for coffee and tea to be here in this number two spot. Obviously, you know, be careful about the timing of your consumption of caffeinated beverages, as they can certainly negatively impact your sleep, and sleep is very important to health. Number three on the list is a category that includes skim or 1% milk, in non-dairy alternatives. Now, this article that I've been referencing um, includes a lot of citations and quotes from Dr. Walter Willett, who is a professor of nutrition and epidemiology at Harvard School of Public Health. He notes that dairy is sort of complicated because milk is, is, it comes with saturated fat, basically. And so, Even the lowest fat milk is relatively high in calories, leading to the recommendation to uh, keep your your milk or other dairy beverage consumption 
to about two cups a day. Uh, anything more starts to become excessive in terms of the fluid versus calorie intake ratios. Level four on the fluid hierarchy. Um, this is where we start to see drinks that are labeled more as treats uh, and not necessarily recommended for daily consumption. Now, these, these level four beverages include anything from diet sodas um, to other forms of non-caloric but artificially or naturally, naturally sweetened beverages using substances like stevia. The recommendation is to keep this category to about 16 ounces per day because even as a non-caloric beverage, there is growing evidence that drinking artificially sweetened or otherwise sweetened but non-calorically dense beverages can still lead to weight gain due to some stimulation of, of hunger hormones and this sense that you really should be drinking more, eating more, um, and, and some other triggers associated with these beverage types. Level five, alcohol, whole fat milk, sports drinks, fruit and vegetable juices, all of which in this article are recommended to be capped at about four ounces per day. Now, juices and sports drinks, they do have some nutritional um, and or performance benefits, but these benefits are largely outweighed by their high caloric value. And alcohol, when looked at purely from a health perspective, has some protective effects for both men and women in regard to possibly lowering the risk of heart disease. But, cites Dr. Willette again, if you are not at risk of heart disease, there really is no benefit. And in fact, even half a drink per day has been linked to increased risk of breast cancer. So we've gone through five levels of uh, beverage options, and now we're at the final sixth level, which includes beverages that were given a resounding thumbs down from Dr. Willette. These are beverages with high sugar or high fructose corn syrup content, which quite simply provide no nutritional value at the cost of high calorie intake. Now, last week I did promise to cover the concept of malhydration. And given the categories and beverage types that we just learned about, malhydration can be understood as a state of sufficient fluid hydration status, but with the caveat of excessive caloric intake or other negative health markers being associated with our beverages of choice. So quick recap. Level one, your primary source of fluid intake should be plain old water. Level two, coffee and tea at about three and a half cups as sort of the maximal level of consumption per day. Um, for that water intake, plain old water, we're looking at 50 to 60 fluid ounces or six to seven cups. At level three, we have low-fat milk or dairy alternatives with a recommendation of keeping that at or below two cups per day. Level four, where we start to get into these sort of like treat beverages, we're looking at uh, artificially sweetened drinks without calories. Level five, we've got alcohol, full-fat milk, sports drinks, and juices. And level six, um, with the resounding thumbs down, we have the high sugar, high calorie 
uh, beverages. So to conclude the article that I've been referencing, I thought Dr. Willett made a great point. And that is that in America, people really are not dying of dehydration, but rather many Americans are dying of the long-term side effects of poor diet and lifestyle. And beverage choice is a major player in this national health crisis. So think before you drink, and when in doubt, choose water. That's it for today. Have a great weekend, and I'll catch y'all next week.